I'm gonna burp. <laughs> what a great way to open it up. Oh God, I'm gonna burp. Yeah. That's how the, this is how this is gonna go today. Yep. You know what I mean? You uh, betcha. First, I mean, I already told you, but for everybody who doesn't know, this is the first uh, recording that we're doing in a public place. We're in a Panera Bread. I just burped a little bit. Nice. We're eating mac and cheese mm. and tomato soup. Mm-mm. With croutons. With croutons. Ah, yes. Croutons. 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 We got our Starbucks coffee. Starbucks. And Star hydration for water for the throat. Did you hear me swallow that time? Did you hear me swallow? I did. I didn't hear you swallow. Oh. We swallow at the same time. It's like we're connected or something. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, what's up, everybody? And welcome back to the Harsh Imaginations podcast. Uh, I'm Ian Ortiz. That's a neat little name. Yes, thank Harsh. you, thank you. Uh, today, I have a very special guest. Uh, work with the wife, work with her. Uh, she was in my shop for a little bit. Um, and then some shit happened, but we're going to get into that a little bit later. I done, I done messed up. Done messed up. <laughs> uh, but anyways, why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Callie. First my last name? You can if you want. Lalonic. Okay. I'm Callie Lalonic. Okay. <laughs> Hello, Callie Lalonic. Hello. Uh, where are you from? I am from Minnesota. Minnesota, eh? Minnesota, eh? You betcha. South Canada? Oh, yeah. Oofta. I'm actually going back home tomorrow. No tomorrow way. morning. Tomorrow morning? To the land of the free. Oh, wait. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. Okay. Well, I've never been to Minnesota. You're missing out, Holmes. Yeah, you're probably right. Mm-hmm. Heard it uh, snows there a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of snow, but we only get it nine months out of the year. It's fine. Let's see. There's twelve months in a year. Well, it's like, yeah, seventy-five percent. Okay, that's not that bad. <laughs> that's not that bad. You know what I mean? Uh, so what do you do in the Navy? How do you serve your country? <laughs> How do I serve my country? Oh, boy. Um, I am an avionics electronics technician. Sounds super fancy for a computer nerd. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just work on the computers and the radios and all that jazz. Um, I'm an AT for those who know rates. Um... And uh, I was first stationed in Key West for my first duty station. Learned how to become a real alcoholic there. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yeah. And um, then I was transferred to Norfolk, and I got here a little over a year ago. So okay, awesome. Well, what do you think of Norfolk so far? <laughs> you know, it is quite the culture shock from going from Key West, a party island, to having a Walmart like two miles away. <laughs> yeah. Because before, you know, Cuba was closer than Walmart was in Key West, and it's just, I don't have island fever anymore. And the weather is just kind of gross sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like very cold. Yeah. Today, it's like, hang on, I got on my watch. 61 degrees. Here I am bitching about this weather while I'm going to Minnesota to like 30 degrees tomorrow. I know. And it's gonna be snowing next week. Well, Probably I mean, this week. You should be. I mean, you should be used to the weather, then, shouldn't you? You know, you would think, but I don't like this wet, cold shit. That's fair. You like other wet, cold shit. Yeah. Just, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna try to make an innuendo about something, but I just couldn't. <laughs> um. So yeah, Kyle Lalonic from Minnesota, mm -hmm. AT. Sk 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 <laughs> <laughs> well. Anyways, thank you for, for coming on the show. Oh, sure. You know. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. Of course. So, from my understanding, and from what I know about you, you are very gay. Oh, I'm so gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm strictly not dickly. I am very gay. So, Super. like, how does, how does, like, that, uh, like, does it, does it interfere at all with, like, military life? Like, how do you, like, deal with maybe people who aren't very aware of <laughs> what year they're living in you know what i mean yeah like, has yeah, anybody, yeah has anybody like ever like like not necessarily like bashed you for it but kind of we're just like oh you're gay well 
Bye. That's, that's too bad. You yeah, know, like, yeah, I get you. Um, yeah, actually, so when I was in Key West, I, uh, my best friend, uh, they called us the Scissor Sisters all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we were just friends, like, and then obviously, like, things escalated and then whatever. But um, I started being openly gay at this command. Well, yeah, like, mostly, like, this command. I was, like, super open about it. Like, came in and was like, yo, I have a wife. What's up? <laughs> and um, I just, like, I kind of just make jokes about being gay so that people can't make fun of me. But there are, like, a lot of guys. I've had, like, a lot of situations where uh, guys in the military, I'm like, oh, I'm gay. And they're hitting on me. And they're like, oh, that's too bad. Like, right. oh, what a waste. Yeah. And, like, oh, well, that's too bad. Like, you're really missing out. Oh, I can, I can switch you back. I'm like, can you go fuck off please <laughs> like <dude>. please <laughs> it I can mean, get disgusting yeah and i mean i imagine that's like very uncomfortable yeah yeah it, it can get but you know you gotta have some tough titties when you're <laughs> in the military being yeah. gay because yeah. they're gonna make they're gonna make some nasty jokes and yeah it's hard to do it if you don't have thick skin yeah but. i get you so like when did you know that you when did I know that I was gay? Yeah. When I was going down on my wife. <laughs> oh. Okay. 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 I will, I will, okay. Yeah, that's... All right. I get it. Yeah. I get that. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, damn. I don't know how to, like, respond to that. It's like, how did you know you get... Uh, when I was going You know down. what? Yeah. I'm really good at um, shutting... I'm... I'm used to having to shut people down when they bring it up, so that's kind of like an automatic response. Right. But how I knew I was gay, <laughs> yeah. to put it in um, nicer terms. Right. Um, I guess I was just always uh, closer with females, and um, I had more of an emotional connection with them. And I'm like, like, yeah, guys were hot when I was drunk, but then I'm like, ew. So yeah. <laughs> I like, wake uh, up with a guy after a drunk night. I'm like, what am I doing? This is disgusting. Yeah, it's and like then, a, it's like that one uh, Evanescence song. It's like. You only call me when you're sober or some shit. Yeah. I don't know how, I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's like, it's like you go out and you're having a good time and you're just like, I don't give a fuck what happens tonight. Mm. Like, let's just get drunk. Let's forget about all our worries. And then you wake up and then you remember why you have all your worries. Yeah. And you like look over and you're like, oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> what have I done? Yeah. You know? Yeah what I mean well, I mean like it's good that you're open about it I yeah. think like not a lot of people I mean are open about it yeah know? I like to be a part of me being really open about it at work is just so I can like kind of encourage other people who are also gay like guys and girls um, or women who are gay like don't express it as much because like it's, it's fucking awesome to be yeah. like who you are yeah like yeah. express that shit like, express that <laughs> I mean, I'm walking around right now with a pride bracelet <laughs> and a yeah. uh, rock bracelet that has like little rainbow. Oh, it's backwards. Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, it's backwards. Oh, no. Yeah, Still I mean, the rainbow the other way. Yeah, man. You know, rainbow pride. Yeah. Know, for all our listeners, if you're gay, don't be afraid. Call out your girl if you need some advice. We got you. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, drop, we'll drop her handle in there. Mm-hmm. You know, shoot her, a, shoot her a DM on the Instas. <laughs> you know, anything like that. And she will definitely spread your legs so you can fly. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked that one up. Yeah, you're right. One hundred percent, though. One hundo. One hundo. I am here for you. One hundo. So I mean, like, I mean, you mentioned like going out and maybe like like in a being from, like shit coming from Key West, like having island fever and like uh, becoming an alcoholic. So I mean, like, yeah, that like, was. What's, what's that? What's that been like? <sighs> It was such the norm. Um, so, let me just start off with, I never drank or anything before I joined the military. Never drank, never did any drugs, nothing, nothing. And um, not to say I was a good at tissues, I'm batshit crazy, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, I never, like, went out and drank, and I didn't drink in high school or anything. So, I moved to Key West after um, all my, like, boot camp and schooling and all that jazz. And... Um, like the first weekend I was there like it was just like hey have a beer and I was underage and like they don't care right and um with my co-workers we're at the jumping bridge and just drinking beer and jumping off the bridge that has a extremely strong current I almost drowned so many times but it was fine because it was Key West and that's what you do there 
<laughs> the life and times of yeah the life and times in Key West. You know yeah, I mean? for real. It's just a uh, huge, huge culture shock because it was like it was seriously the norm every day to be drinking. Like I woke up <clears throat> every day, had a drink, went to work, came back from work, drank, 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 and that was my life for two and a half years. And it became such a norm and so socially acceptable. That was the biggest thing. It was so socially acceptable to be 11 a.m. drunk anywhere, right. 8 a.m. drunk. Like, <laughs> yeah, I get you. I mean, yeah, like, it's like the that's like that one saying. Like it's five, it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, yeah, 100. You know, it's just like it's like you wake up, you know, you see the time. You know, maybe it's like on a weekend. It's like man, it's like 10 o'clock. You know what I mean? It's like oh, it's five o'clock somewhere. I'll yeah, yeah, drink, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And it's like, uh, I remember I saw online like a post, it's like, oh, like, if I drink before 10 p.m., it doesn't make me an alcoholic, it makes mm -hmm. me a pirate. <laughs> yeah. There's always some sort of justification. Yeah, always. I mean, like, I think, like, the main justification for, like, many people in the Navy is just like, oh, we're sailors, you yeah. know, like, who gives a shit if yeah, we're, like, like, out and drinking? But, I mean, like, sometimes, you know, it can get serious, mm -hmm. you know, like, people need extra help yeah that shit know. can get messy yeah like maybe not even extra help but just like people you know look at their life and they're just like man like I need, I need the help yeah and so I mean there's programs and you know from what I understand like you went through one of those programs mm -hmm. yeah so um yeah I came from Key West and uh I never really made the transition like hey I'm off the island I shouldn't be drinking that much anymore yeah. and um so it kind of just got out of hand and um I never got caught with anything underage no drinking underage and I was like it was a norm to like drink around your co-workers and uh I, I promised myself when I got to Virginia, I am not going to drink with my coworkers, nobody that I work with, because nobody can know <laughs> right. how much I drink and right. see me in that state. And so eventually I crossed that bridge and... <laughs> <laughs> it's like you just go, like, you like go to work one day and you're just like with your coworkers. It's like a Friday afternoon. It's like, man, what am I going to do after work? Let's get fucked up. Yeah, mm -hmm. like we were like, oh, Leela, have you been to lunacy? I was like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think the first time um, I started drinking with my coworkers was when uh, one of my one of the guys I work with um, asked me if I wanted to go to Crocs, which was the fuck is Crocs. Cro <laughs> it's a nice restaurant that turns into a nightclub on Thursday nights for ladies' night, so ladies get in free. Oh, yes, and there's <laughs> there's Crocs and then there's a fence and then there's my apartments. It oh. is it takes thirty seconds to walk there, which is perfect because then I can just walk home, take a shot right. or two, if I want to get more fucked up and I don't want to pay for it. Even right. though the bartender knows me and he like my time is always like five dollars at the end of the night, but I'll go back over there, start partying again, and I would be there until I didn't know my name, and, <laughs> and then I would end up back in bed. It was great, and. Then <laughs> I'm like okay, cause like I've never. I mean, like I, we work together, and like I like I know a few things about you. But I'm just like, <laughs> whoa, are you fucking serious? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, like, I I've been dragged home a lot, uh, like puking everywhere. Like I damn. it is I blacked out almost. I blacked out like every night when I was in Key West for a good week straight, and then like yeah. I just did like every day as, and that was considered my break right. <laughs> to not black out during the week. Right. But um, yeah, I just drink myself into oblivion all the time, and it's a norm. Like, what do you do with a drunken sailor? Yeah. Like, there's like, like, oh, you're the Navy. Oh, it's fine. You're supposed to drink that much. Yeah. It's just like, all right, cool. Like, let's yeah. go with that. And yeah. um. Yeah, this is starting to sound more of like an Alcoholics Anonymous podcast, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I got all the problems. Um, but yes, I did eventually get caught in my um, alcoholism. <laughs> I went out the night before I was supposed to go to Fleet Week, and um, I ended up, I was supposed to be at work at 5 a.m. the next morning. This bitch was not there at 5 a.m. I was Damn. at the toilet at 5 a.m. There was puke all over my toilet, all over my bathroom floor. I had just gotten a weighted blanket and there was puke all over it. I didn't 
uh, I was like talking to people on the phone for a good two hours before I even came to. I don't even know who I talked to. Damn. And um, uh, my the van that was supposed to bring me to New York City was there. And at this whole time, I know you know, but I was a supervisor for the line check. Yeah. And so I was supposed to be like leading all these people. And here I am, and here you puking are, like, at the toilet yeah. all night God damn. <laughs> and all morning. I find out the next morning that I was like dragged home, and I w- they brought me to a pizza place. And I was sitting in the chair, and I just fell out of it and like fell on the floor, like several times. <laughs> and um, that was my norm. Like, yeah. that was a very normal thing for me. Right. And um, I was fine with it because I was in oblivion, and I had never really been sober. So. <clears throat> Yeah. After that incident, they um, I was kicked off the detachment. Obviously, I did not go to New York City, and um, I was told to go in and muster with the chief. And I was the next day. I was re- referred to DAPA, which is um, oh gosh, drugs Drug, and alcohol. Drug and alcohol. Program. Pro- uh, Prevention advisory, something, something, yeah, like something that. with drugs and alcohol, yeah, and, uh, fixing yourself, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. So, um, so I got so I got command referred there, so it wasn't incident referral. Thank God they were nice to me for that. Right. Um, I did have a lot of chiefs on my side, and uh, for some reason they thought I was a good person, but you know I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, wow, like these guys are dumb yeah like I'm fucked up <laughs> I don't know why you guys are supporting me like I'm messed up yeah. but you know I'll take whatever I can so uh, just lashed onto that and yeah. um, eventually that was like late May that incident happened and then July 9th I um, I was assessed through everything so I had to go through all these appointments and they ask oh what are your drinking habits you know like how you go to your appointments and they say oh do you drink alcohol I was like yeah and then they say oh, how often and you know nobody's gonna tell the truth. Right. At least I'm not. <laughs> like, yeah. Because I'm like, oh, you know, like three times a month, and it's actually like three times a day before work, during work, and yeah. I mean, I never drink during work, but yeah, uh, yeah you like it's hard to be truthful about it because you don't, you're like you're worried you're gonna lose your security clearance. You're worried they're gonna put you in some program and take you out of work. You don't know what's gonna happen to you. Yeah. And so you don't want to reach out for help. The same goes for like uh, mental health. Like you're yeah. scared of what can happen to you. Yeah. Like me and uh, me and Marksbury. Uh, for those of you, I mean, Frank, you know, well, we recorded an episode about mental health, uh, like a week ago. Oh, yeah. Some really good stuff in there. You know what I mean? And, like, I know what you mean. Like, like you go to your appointments, and, I mean, for, from my point of view, for, like, mental health and stuff, they're just like, oh, like, you know, like, how are you doing? And then, like, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. You know, they're like, uh, you know, like, have you thought about hurting yourself in the past? Mm-hmm. Like like uh 72 hours and you're just like no like you thought about killing yourself no have you like thought about any of this stuff and you're like no but like like you know like deep down like of you know course that, all of it is yes yeah like, deep like down, that's why i'm here <laughs> yeah like deep down you're just like man like i don't want to like tell the truth because i'm afraid of like what's going to happen yeah me, you know? like, i don't want them to be like okay so i mean you're obviously not fit to work you're right not fit to be in the military so we're gonna like separate you, you know what I mean? yeah yeah the truth is about the military mental health is that it's all a procedure and they're all robots so they're like there's no like empathy like yeah even if they wanted to do it with feelings they can't yeah. and that's the harsh truth of it like it sucks yeah i mean like i was i went to like the uh the military therapist for a while but mm-hmm. then the person that I was going to was getting transferred out and there was nobody else available so I was like okay well what the fuck am I going to do and they were like okay we're going to refer to you somebody out in town so I'm going to civilian right now and like the contrast from like military like uh, mental health treatment and civilian mental health treatment is like fucking insane yeah you know like what you said it's like they're robots like they don't really show empathy Mm mhm you know, it's like a military side of it, but you go to, like, the, the civilian side, and it's just, like, these people genuinely care for your well-being, and yeah. they want you to do better. 100%. You know? Yeah. But, I mean, like, I don't know if there's, like, uh, if there's, like, people like DAPA out in town, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I went through, um, I was reported in Key West also for, uh, suicide, and I was, like, referred, um to like all these counselors and that was just a shit show like they uh, I was going through a sexual assault case as well 
all at the same time. And like, they were like, "You the one who's doing this?" <laughs> no, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like, "God damn, I know you're crazy." But shit. You know what I mean? Like, goddamn, how crazy are you? But I mean, like, no, I mean, that's a lot, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, lot. yeah. I had, I was going through that, and their solution for me was, um, oh, just go TAD to security because you're already ASF, um, auxiliary security forces, where you stand and watch, um, or like uh, the guard at the gate, and then uh, just do that for three months, and then they'll, ha- they'll settle everything down with your. Uh, cyber case I'm like so you want me to be at a gate with a gun every day for three months while I'm dealing with this and they're like yeah I'm like that's not a smart right, idea that sounds good that sounds like a great idea <laughs> so yeah the navy definitely doesn't use common sense yeah no no you know? and like, like mean, where can we use you <laughs> yeah it's just like oh like you can't work here it's okay, we'll send you somewhere else. Yeah. It's like, you know I mean? Despite all your problems. Yeah. You know, like, we still want to get the work out of you, so we're going to get the work out of you mm-hmm. any way that we can. Whether it's, you know, like, you go stand, you know, gate watch, or you fucking, you know, do some other bullshit Navy thing. You know what I mean? Like, no matter what, I think it's like... Like, problems are never going to go away. Yeah. Like, you can, like, solve a problem, but, like, if the problem's big enough, it's just, like, you're going to think about it constantly. Like, yeah. Like, maybe not constantly, but it's just going to be there. Yeah. You it's know? always in the back of your mind. Yeah. Yeah. It hits you every day when you're out. Yeah, it was, it was a dark time. But, uh, I don't know, it just really depend, depends on your chain of command a lot, I yeah. think. Like, the chain of command in Key West was shit when yeah. I was there. Oh my god, it was nasty. It really be like that. <laughs> it do be like that sometimes. <laughs> oh, it was a rough one. Yeah. But um, yeah, shit, Dappa. Dappa. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Dappa Dappa. Uh, so Dapp- I. Dapper Dappa. Dappa Dapper. Yep. <laughs> so I did go through all those appointments and they assessed me, asked me how often I was drinking, and there's like these eleven pertinent questions, like. Uh, the 11 critical questions that decide if you're an alcoholic or not. Like, <laughs> it yeah. was um, a very checklist sort of thing and doesn't get into, like, the reasons as much of right. why you're drinking so much. But, yeah. I mean, it's whatever. And um, I needed it anyway. I did need to go to rehab. So they ended up giving me three, level 3. So there's level 0, which means, like, slap on the wrist, you're bad, go to 3 meetings. Um level one uh go to sarp for however many days like things like two weeks and go to meetings and then level two is outpatient so you just like go to the classes but then you get to go home at the end of the night and then level three which is what i got was inpatient for 35 days and yeah god damn yeah so i was at first i was like begging them to give me level two i was like yes 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 outpatient i want to go home at the end of the night yeah but I also knew that they would give me a breathalyzer every day when I got there, and I did not trust myself to not right. drink the night before and blow zero, because if I didn't blow zero, I was going to get kicked out of the Navy. Yeah. And as much as I bitch about it, I can't get kicked out of the Navy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like... Like, yeah, I think that's what, like, a lot of people who maybe aren't in the military didn't realize, it's just like, oh, like, well, like, if you hate the Navy so much and you bitch about it so much, then why don't you just get out? It's like, look... <laughs> I need this, <laughs> yeah. all right? Like, I just can't, you know, fucking fuck up all the chances that I have. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I need this shit. Yeah. I may be a government slave, but they give me some benefits back. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, free medical, free yeah. dental. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's not it's not that bad. Yeah, it's all right. It's like you're about to do something really stupid and probably hurt yourself. Well, you're like, well, it's all right. I got that 401k. My family will be set. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's yeah, all it's right. Go- it's all good. They're hooked up. It's yeah. all good. <laughs> Got a check coming your way, pops. Oh damn! It's got dark really quick. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, no, I know what you mean. Like when I first, when I was in Portsmouth, um, I was like very adamant on like, yes, outpatient therapy. Yeah. Like, yes, give me outpatient therapy. And they were like, we're gonna keep you here for a few days. And yeah. Mom, like, nah, like really, outpatient therapy is like the way to go. Yeah. But I mean, like. I think, like, I can, like, I mean, I can definitely speak for myself, but, I mean, like, maybe it's the same for you. It's, like, the inpatient therapy definitely gave me the help that I needed. Oh, for sure. You know? Yeah. It was, 
amazing. Um, I actually did. <clears throat> I didn't go to the SART program in Portsmouth. They were all booked up, so I actually went to the Farley Center in Williamsburg, which was amazing. Okay. Like I had the best experience. Um, don't get me wrong; it sucked. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it fucking sucked being in there, thirty-five days. Um, originally, it was only twenty-eight days. I decided to extend a week, <clears throat> and um, I mean, you're just like twenty-four-seven in a class. Or you're in your room, or you're eating. Any of the three. Like, you need to get some, like, uh, liberty. Like, we got to leave the campus uh, for a few hours. And then at night, sometimes we go out in town for an AA meeting or an NA meeting. And, um, but really, like, I did learn so much going to rehab. And uh, just, God, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, I never would have gone if I wasn't forced honestly yeah. yeah i mean like i wasn't necessarily i mean forced to do to go anywhere to yeah like, do anything but it was kind of just like that uh that like conscious decision like okay like i can't keep doing this to myself yeah you know so it's just like all right like it's gonna suck but i gotta tell somebody about it yeah you know like you know whatever the case may be but I mean, some people choose not to say anything about it. Yeah, and that sucks. Yeah. Like... You know, and, like, these are people that, you know, we know. Uh-huh. You know, like, people that we work with. And it's just like, like, why don't you say something? You know, like, what, you know, not even just speaking about mental health, but, like, speaking about drugs and alcohol, speaking mm-hmm. about marital issues, speaking about, you know, anything. <laughs> it's just like, you know, if something's wrong, you know, tell somebody. Yeah. You know, even though, sure, your chain of command may suck most of the time <laughs> okay all of the time <laughs> um, you know like at the end of the day like there are going to be people there who will help you right you know who will set you up mm-hmm. you know the appointments that you need the places that you need to go to fix your problems right you know yeah it feels like there's so many there the navy is like still with our generation coming in like we're so a lot i feel like a lot of us are obviously more open to um mental health obviously like yeah. we're big mental health uh it's like a new era and all the chiefs at this point who are in the chain of command were like oh mental health isn't a thing like anxiety isn't real I'm like excuse me <laughs> uh what <laughs> and um excuse me bitch? And, and, no <laughs> uh and it's just it's gonna take a long time for all that to filter out where the chiefs yeah. that are gonna be there next are the ones who were as an airman were the ones projecting about their mental health yeah. and um that's just the h- shitty part of this yeah. time being in the navy yeah and i mean like it's like there's like the saying like history is doomed to repeat itself yeah you know i mean so like it's like sir like the the chiefs who are in now are the ones who are like oh depression's not a thing anxiety's not a thing yeah like, you'll get over it whatever and then it, I heard that. yeah i got like really quiet yeah um <laughs> It's like, but then like the chiefs coming up, you know, like the people who are airmen now, who are third classes now, you know, even second classes now are going to be the ones who are like going forward, you know, the ones who are becoming those senior leaders and they're going to be like, you know, like they're going to have a young sailor come up to them and be like, you know, chief or fucking senior chief or whatever. And yeah. They're going to be like, you know, this is what's going on. And they're going to be like, let me tell you something, you know, like I'm really glad you told me this. Yeah because I went through the exact same thing. You know, this is what's going to happen to you. You know, don't be afraid. You know, and they're going to, like, reassure them. Yeah. But then, like, maybe, like, 10, 20, 30 years later down the line, there's going to be that new strain of chiefs who are, like, depression's not a thing, anxiety's Mm -hmm. not a thing, you know, you're going to get over it. Yeah. You know, fucking drugs and alcohol are a problem. Right. When they are. 100%. You know? I mean, like... I mean, alcohol is always going to be a huge problem, but, like, I think what a lot of people don't realize as well is, like, drugs are a huge problem. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really know anybody personally that I work with that's, like, like a hardcore druggie. <laughs> but, you know, like, they're, they're out there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you just don't see it. Right. You know, because they're just, like, they're so good at hiding. Yeah, like, it's, it's a lot... Yeah. Well, I would say it's a lot easier to hide than alcohol, but in a way it is. It's, um, I mean, 
if you're laughing your ass off at a computer screen, you're probably high. Right. <laughs> but uh, it's just, it is because of the long anxiety of having a problem with drugs because, like, you know, you have random urinalysis. But yeah. it, it all comes down to not being able to cope with what is around you, like the stressors at work that you feel like you can't tell anybody about because you feel like you're going to get retaliated. Yeah. You're miles away from home and uh, something's going on back home, but that's just part of the military you just have to deal with it yeah. that's what they all say but yeah. it's like you tell somebody like oh I'm, I'm just depressed and somebody who's just like ignorant is like oh well we just be happy You're like oh okay I wish I would have thought of that yeah, <laughs> like, you know, it's like come on it's like god why didn't I think of that <laughs> yeah. like there's like yeah but then like there's what you're saying is like, yeah, like you know, you're away from like people who are away from home, who maybe have shit going on back home, you know, like the stresses at work, and like they don't want to get retaliated. Like those are the people who, excuse me, those, are the, those <laughs> are the people who like turn to like alcohol, the drugs, to you know, like I mean, shit, even like self harm, you know. Like, yeah. Those are the people who, you know, find the wrong coping mechanisms, mm-hmm. you know, to like. Like, not even... Well, I mean, I'll be honest. Like, like when I was in high school, like, going back to, like, mental health and shit, I mean, I cut myself, mm-hmm. you know, when I was in high school. But it wasn't so much because I was, like, depressed, you know? It was because, like, I needed to feel something. Right. You know? It was 100% like, It's like, I need that. to feel something real to know that, like, I'm still alive and, like, you know, like, shit sucks, sure, but, like... At least, like, I'm feeling something. Right. You know what I mean? Other than, like, this, like, bottomless pit in my chest, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, like, I think that's what people try to turn to, you know, with drugs and alcohol. It's just, like, man, like, this is the way I feel, so I need to, like, I need to feel something else. Right. You know, like, I just need to be away from this, you know? And, like, again, not a healthy coping mechanism, but people still do. Mm-hmm. One person, I have a very... <laughs> related uh, story to that um, so when I started uh, searching for medicine when I was I think it was like two marches ago so like a year and a half I don't know math something <laughs> um, a few it was like uh, probably like seven months before I left Key West so you can do the math guys I don't know um, but the shittiest part of going and going into mental health while you're in the military is that they start you on these medications and for a while you're just a guinea pig because yeah. you gotta find out which one works for you right. I went through probably four different medications until I found the right one shout out to Prozac, thank you <laughs> <laughs> um, it is awful I felt like a zombie at work sometimes I felt even worse than I was when I wasn't taking meds sometimes when I was at work and they, like, my chain of command wanted... I feel like maybe they wanted to understand, but they just, like... It, you feel like a burden, almost, like, because you feel like they're retaliating you because yeah. you made a fuss about how you're feeling. Yeah. While they're, like, saying, you need to report if you're suicidal. But really, it's just them covering their ass sometimes, you feel. Yeah. And you really need, like, a like down-to-earth teeth to say, hey, I actually give a shit about you. Yeah. And that sucks if you don't have one of those. But um, uh, I had to deal with all those... Uh, different medications. I was showing up to work late all the time because I was just, I couldn't sleep for my meds and right. I had like twenty five counseling chips on my last command from being late so many times. God damn! And I went to DRB for being late for my advancement exam, and um, I made second anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys! Yeah, the, all the chiefs that are at my opinion were also at my DRB. They're all pissed off. They're like <laughs> congratulations, like yeah, what's up, bitch? <laughs> and uh, so, um, but yeah, it was just all the medications were so rough and then um when i finally got onto one steadily i was increasing my dose and as i was increasing it i was transferred into norfolk and um during this time i during the transit i missed my last appointment with my psychiatrist so i couldn't get another prescription right and there was no refills on it so okay so amazing so uh, yeah (laughs) so I had the perfect recipe for disaster and a complete mental breakdown. And um, I just now have an appointment with a prescriber a year, over a year later that I have checked in. I, the first five days, I didn't have any of my meds. I was losing my shit 
Like I was going absolutely insane. I was going to emergency rooms, mental health counselors, mental health offices, and I'm tr just trying to get meds. And all they would do is like give me three pills yeah. for one day. And I'm like, do you realize what you are doing to me? Yeah. And they're just, I don't know, they're just so strict on the rules. It drives me insane. But I ended up getting my medication from a Walgreens out of all the places. Like they refilled my medication. They just transferred the paperwork that I had in Key West. And I don't know, that was stupid, but yeah. um, when I went on the Mississippi debt, I didn't take my meds on accident for two days in a row. It was not good. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember, like, you came into work, and, like, <coughs> I saw you, and, like, you looked, like, complete shit. Yeah. I was like... Thanks. Yeah, I mean, like, 100% no, true. Like, like, no disrespect, No, no, it's like, you know no. What I mean? But, like, I was like, I forgot who was, like, talking to you, I'm like... Yo, is Lilo okay? And they were like, I don't no. know, man. Like, she looks like shit. And they're like, yeah. It's like, man. I hope everything's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, we all went out one night. And I just had like an episode. Like I was drinking and drinking. Because like you said, uh, you don't feel anything. You drink to feel something. You do drugs to feel something. <laughs> this dumb bitch. Me. I'm the dumb bitch. Uh, <laughs> I decided to get shmammered and have uh, one of my coworkers. Um, you know the game tic-tac-toe? Give me an X, give me no, give me three in a row. They played rock, paper, scissors. And then Anyway, yeah. you, you play rock, paper, scissors, and whoever loses has to go, like, the winner gets to go, I win, you lose, now you get big bruises, like, hitting your arm. And one of my coworkers was there, and I made him play with me a bunch of times over and over again. And I was just, like, hoping that I would lose so he could punch me. And I would ask him to hit me, like, as hard as he could. Like, And I had three huge bruises all over my arm for the rest of the trip because I was begging him to hit me so hard yeah. so I could feel something. Yeah. And I was just screaming, like, I just want to feel something. I just want to feel something at this bar in Mississippi. Like, I was losing my shit. And, um... <laughs> I, I know, God I'm fucking damn. crazy. <laughs> God damn. <man. laughs> And, uh, a lot of this happens behind the scenes yeah. and I know it's not just me I yeah. know there's other people struggling out there I'm not I know I'm not the only crazy bitch out here we know who you Fess are up. <laughs> we know who you are um, and honestly I enjoy <laughs> I enjoy opening up to how crazy I am to other people because I hope that other people can also say hey I'm a crazy bitch too yeah and that helps them reach out for help and that's all we really need is somebody to relate to yeah and I got all kinds of problems, so they got to relate yeah. to one of mine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I mean, just from this conversation, I feel like I, like, relate to, to you, like, in some form of way. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, definitely on the mental health scale. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe on, like, a few other scales. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, like, like, again, I already said it. If you need help, <laughs> go fucking get help. 100%. Like, like, you are too important mm -hmm. to do something that can cost your life or somebody else's life you know yeah. what I mean and like I mean don't get me wrong like I'm still a sad fuck you know? <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> like, I'm still depressed I am fuck. all kinds of depressing <laughs> yeah you know what I mean but like I mean I think like one thing that like people need to realize is that like everything after this you know like the mental health the you know the fucked up thoughts like everything like everything after this is amazing yeah you know? Yeah. Because you're just like, you know, like maybe like you're seeing the world through like a fucking black and gray filter, you mm -hmm. know? But then like after you're out of that, that's when you start seeing like the little colors and like, you know, other shit that's going around. Like you see life. You yeah. Know what I mean, you're just like, you know what? It's not that bad. 100%. Yeah. You know? I remember going through rehab and um, like the first, I didn't think I would have like withdrawals or anything. And I didn't really, but um, I mean, I had the shakes. I had, the, I always had the shakes because right. I was always, I needed a drink. Yeah. Um, and uh, the first like five days were pretty rough. Like I was all shaky, and then I started like seeing like halos around people's bodies, like little like illuminated halos around them. And um, I was like, this is fucking creepy. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I uh, and there's like a little check-in sheet. Like, are you having any hallucinations? Are you having tremors? Are you seeing halos around people? I was like. Wait, what? A minute. Like, wait, a <laughs> wait a second I know I saw that shit yesterday and yeah. I know I see a halo around you right now <laughs> yeah and um but the truth is like after god I don't know I think after a few three or four weeks of being sober I finally started to like 
almost enjoy myself. <laughs> Keyword like, almost. You're just like, okay, like, <laughs> I feel okay. Yep, yep. But everything is really bad. <laughs> yeah. you know, like, everything fuck. sucks, but I've started to feel feelings again. Yeah. And it is crazy feeling feelings. Like, I don't, it's absolutely insane. I, know I don't how you, know how like, to. I know what you mean. I don't know. I, I remember the first time. I was crying and I was sober. I was like, what is this feeling? Like, yeah. I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that, uh, that scene from the Grinch, you know what I mean? He's like up on the, up on the top of fucking Mount, on Mount Crumpet. Uh-huh. Like, steals the it's like Jim Carrey, uh, how the Grinch stole Christmas. And he's like, I'm feeling, it's like his heart's getting bigger and shit. 100%. And like, what the fuck's yeah. going on, you know? It's like you're taking my beer goggles off. Yeah. Yeah. Know, like, like you, like. That's why you mentioned beer goggles. It's just like you take the beer goggles off and like you see through like your actual eyes. Uh huh. You know, like you see things that maybe you had didn't even notice before. Mm-hmm. You know. But yeah. 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 Today I can. Uh, I can't speak for everybody, but today I'm 101 days sober and I am feeling better than I did <laughs> when yeah. I was oblivious. Hell yeah. Every man. day living in oblivion days. is not um, ideal. 101 days. 101, baby. 101. I don't know how many days it's been since my attempt. Let's check. Real quick. So, it was like... There. So, that's that. So, there. 28. We're doing math right now. You did math way too fast for me. You skipped a whole... I don't know what happened. I'm so sorry. You oh said, wait, this is easy because I went on. Is what date? So, July six. Yep. Okay, so I went July 9th, So, one hundred ninety nine, ninety eight. Ninety eight days since my attempt on my life. Look at you. And I mean, sure, like things always haven't been easy. Absolutely not. But I definitely feel a lot better than I did. You know, mm-hmm. and I mean, like, I don't want to say, oh, it's all thanks to the Navy, <laughs> but homies hooked us up. Yeah, homies hooked us up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Shout out to shout out, <laughs> shout out to Wavos. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shout out to the good ones. Shout out to the good homies who never give up the fight. For real. To you know keep their people safe and keep their people. Alive. Yeah. Also, excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. I can't mean, can you stop that blender? Stop it, please. <laughs> How dare they make smoothies in a restaurant stop. while we're recording? Stop it, please. <laughs> Don't blend that. <laughs> stop it now. Oh, hey, see, it stopped. Look at that. It's a sign. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, shit. It's just one day at a time. Yeah. That's all you can do. All you gotta do, I mean, baby steps. Yeah. Baby. All, all kinds of cliche sayings. Baby steps, one day at a time. Yeah. Fucking. Those are the two big ones, yeah. I think. To thine own self be true. I've never heard that one before. Aw, oh, that's an AA thing. Okay, that's good. <laughs> um, I don't remember any mental health ones. They were just kind of like, are you sad? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here's another appointment. You, know? you don't have to be stressy and depressy. That's a good one. Don't be stressy or depressy. Be... That's an original quote. Oh, really? Look at me. Mm. <laughs> I go. have the power. Don't be stress. Don't be stressy or depressy. Yes. Cali, Balonic, 2K, 5 ever. Ooh. Spicy. Spicy memes. <laughs> um, speaking of spicy things, the sea is spicy. The sea is spicy. The sea stories are spicy. The sea stories are spicy. Yes. Well, I can tell you one thing. I've never been on a boat, <laughs> which is crazy. Real shit? Real shit. God damn. I have been in a little bit over four years. I've never been on a boat. Um, all I have is uh, drunken stories from Key West. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, I got lucky. I got real lucky. Jesus Christ. So far. I have like a few. Let's hear it. Okay, so. What day was it? What detach? It was like uh, one of the last detachments of the year, I think. This is when like uh, the old senior chief was in line shack. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think the old uh, AE1 was in line shack. Okay. It was like the last day of detachment. And um, 
all the birds are spinning up with full power. I'm chalking and chaining. I'm like, fuck, I just want to go home. Like, last day detachment. I don't care about anything. You know, fuck it. And uh, they go in to do their QA check to look around and shit. And the bird's up. Like, the bird's going fucking ham. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And the teardrops on the tail were open. And the oh, pogos no. go. And I was like, and they, they looked at me and they were like, do you have a Phillips head screwdriver? Like, like sign language. You know? uh-huh. and I was like, no, I don't have one, but I can go get one. And they were like, okay. So I go find somebody with a tool pouch, get the, get the Phillips head, go back, run into the rotor arc. And they let me in. I go to the first teardrop. I click it in. I go to the second one. I click it in. I don't think anything of it. I'm just like, all right, I'm just clicking this shit in. I'm getting out. Go out. I think everything's good. My senior is standing right there. He looks at me. He goes like, it's like, come here. Oh, Is that no. like one finger, come here thing? Uh-huh. So I go over there and he grabs me by my shoulder. Oh, God. He pulls me in. He's like, if you ever fucking do that again, I will make sure you personally never work on any of these aircraft. You almost got your head taken off by a fucking tail rotor. Oh, no. Like, read your fucking SOPs. Like, figure it the fuck out, Ortiz. And I was like, aye, aye, senior. <laughs> he like, let me go and he walked away. And like, I turned around. And I looked at the teardrops, and the second teardrop, I saw like how close it was, uh-huh. and I was like, "Oh my god, I almost died!" Yeah, was it wah, wah, yeah, wah, I almost wah. went like, like if I had like maybe moved like two inches to the left, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Oh right boy! Like that's how fucking close it was. Jeez. So I was like, my heart, you know what I mean? Like my heart was beating fast because like I finally realized it, and I was like, "Fuck, I need to take a minute." You know, like, <laughs> goddamn. Um, got lucky. Yeah, I did get lucky, you know. <clears throat> I mean, like, some some people don't get lucky in situations like that, yeah. you know. But, you know, we remember them. Yeah. You're not forgotten. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but, yeah, you know. Damn. I, I know I'm going to do some dumb shit when I go on the boat. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like how long are you, you going to be at the command Ugh, until 2022 I got a while when are they going to deploy I, I don't know anymore honestly who knows like they say 2020 2021 2022 who fucking knows anymore yeah deployment schedules suck because yeah. they never stick to one plan but I swear to god if my first time on the boat is during deployment I need pissed <laughs> <laughs> well I mean you'll probably do like a comp 2x or something and like be on the boat for a month straight. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've never been on a deployment, but I have been on multiple detachments that were not fun. Yeah. You know, but... Yeah, the only dead I've been on is Mississippi. Really? Yeah. <laughs> God damn, well, shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, did, I mean, shit, being, like, from Key West and shit, like, did you ever see anything, like, hurricane-wise or anything like that? Oh, yeah, I evacuated from Hurricane Irma. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, um, so we, uh, had a 17, what was, like, a 17 to 20 day, uh, we call it our hurricane, uh, hurricane vacation, because we literally just, like, dipped, is like, see you later, and, um, pretty much partied for 17 days at all these different places. Jesus. I went to Miami first for the first night, and then we went to Savannah, Georgia. We went to Alabama to my friend's um, uncle's house, and then we went to Pensacola Beach. We went to New Orleans for a day. Went back to Pensacola Beach, and then went all the way back down to Key West. And the devastation was like, oh my god it was so depressing driving back down like all the homes crashed like there was a whole trailer park every single trailer was either on its side upside down or broken in half and um (laughs) it was actually really funny there was one trailer that was really fucked up on the side of the road and it was just like perfectly sitting there and someone like they they had like their little sympathy period it probably like was like a month or two later and somebody put a for rent sign <laughs> they put a for rent sign on the trailer that was Damn. like broken in half and roof sink like, sunk Christ. in like door halfway on god damn that, that like reminds me of a fuck what was it there's like like people will uh, find like dead animals in the road yeah and tie like get well balloons to them <laughs> like get well soon balloons yeah and, like, leave cards I've never shit. seen that that's like fucked. there was a 
there's like this like the fame like that's not like a famous picture but like the picture like people use it's like a deer in the middle of the road uh-huh. like tongue sticking out oh like, like all fucked up yeah you know and they like tied like the balloon to its like, oh my god it tied the balloon to its leg and it's just like get well soon <laughs> it's fucked <laughs> you know Jesus Christ yeah and I mean like people are like I mean people are assholes like that but then like there's like other people who uh like go out of their way to maybe just like Never mind. People are assholes. Yeah. Now, that I, now that I think about what I'm thinking about a little bit more, like people are assholes. Yeah. Like there was this. There's this thread where uh, I think it was like in New York, and they found like a dead raccoon on the side of the road, mm-hmm. and it was like the same thing, like the cards and shit. But then like they went as far to like have like a candlelit vigil for it. Oh my god. And like, like this shit got way out of hand. Like people were like, like famous people, like celebrities were like, like a uh, pray for. Oh my like god! Raccoon and shit. Like, <sighs> Rob made a whole scene. <laughs> fucking dumbasses. I hate people like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I mean, like, humans are. I don't know. Humans are weird. Yeah. You know, but I think humans can definitely do great things. You know. Oh, for sure. We're doing great things. Oh yeah. You know, we're oh, getting yeah. out there. We're doing things we're not comfortable with we're talking about things we're not comfortable with Mm -hmm. but i mean we do it so that other people can relate to our stories right they can like maybe feel empowered like you know what like they can do it i can do it yeah you guys are not alone not alone Mm -hmm. i look at the microphone as if they're the people yeah (laughs) you are not alone it's like that uh that michael jackson song you are not alone <laughs> I'm here with you Yeah, you know, like, you're not, you guys are not alone You know, and if you, like It's like the third time I'm saying it If you need help, get it 100% Go after it, chase it with all your heart And get that help that you need Yeah, my username on anything And everything, because I'm a basic bitch My <laughs> handle is Lalonic17 L-E-L-O-N-E-K-1-7 We'll put that in the description in case you guys don't remember and maybe can't spell. Yeah, I can barely spell my name sometimes, honestly. I can't yeah. even say it. There's so many Lalonic. Like, say my whole name. There's so many L's. Callie Lalonic. Like, Callie Lalonic. Callie Lalonic. Callie Lalonic. Callie Lalonic. Callonic. Chronic. Chronic. But anyways, I think that's... We're coming coming up on time, so I think that's all we got for this episode um you know thank you for for being on the show i really appreciate it Mm -hmm. thank you for Um, having me you know really good points um you know i think like the people who listen to this like i mean hopefully somebody like even if like just one person feels empowered by it that'll be good enough for me for real me too um thank you guys for listening thank you thank you so much Uh, thank you and um you know again thank you for everything that you do to support me thank you for everything you do to support everybody you know uh Callie do you have anything you have any words of advice before we go words of advice um never fall for a straight girl don't be a dumb bitch sounds good yep all right until then I'm Ian and this has been Harsh Imaginations